as an enabler of change, running events is our bread and butter. We tend to establish a routine and without realizing it, the groove can become a rut and the effectiveness of the events we run can start to reduce. Would you like to reverse this trend? Here are our top five tips for helping them really hit the mark. Tip number one is a simple one. What is the outcome you are seeking? As Stephen Covey would say, begin with the end in mind. Are you hoping for a change in behavior? Or are you just wanting to get an increase of awareness of the issue and get people thinking about what might need to change? This will shape the event you're running. A change in behavior means you need to allow time for people to reflect on what they've heard and adjust it for their context. It might mean allowing more time for discussion and learning amongst the people there. If raising awareness is your outcome, then simply getting people to discuss the problem might be enough. Allow the outcome to shape the event. Number two is one that is most often overlooked. Plan out the event. Write a run sheet and create a checklist. Think about what you are trying to achieve, more on that in a minute, and check the venue beforehand. Have your list of supplies that you need. An extension cord, anyone? <laughs> Winging it is possible, but realistically, taking the time to plan and prepare will help make your event so much more effective. Plus, it helps you have a good night's sleep the night before. <laughs> oh, that's so true, Denise. Tip number three is engage 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 don't just talk at people allow time for discussion ask questions and allow people to think about what they've heard this is possible whether you're running an event with a small number of people or a large event with hundreds of people the key is to work out ways to break people into smaller groups maybe this is simply getting people to turn to the person next to them and have a quick chat for a minute Maybe it's allowing people 15 to 30 minutes in small groups to work through a question and determine what it means for them. Whatever the number, always be thinking about how to give people time to engage with what they've just heard. And it doesn't always have to be verbal sharing. I love using online tools like Slodo or Poll Everywhere to allow people to easily share their ideas. This works especially well in large groups and is a clever way to get small groups to report back. No more butcher's paper. And you can easily download all the responses afterwards, which saves a lot of typing. Always a good thing, John. Tip number four is my personal favorite. Reward the behavior you want to see. If you're giving a presentation at a workshop and you've incorporated the previous tip, then you'll have stopped and asked the audience to consider a question. When you ask for answers, give out chocolate to those who are willing to engage. This is about creating an environment where people want to engage. Now, you all know my answer for everything is chocolate, but adapt it to fit your style. I tend to think about food rewards. I'm sure there are other ways of doing this. That's right, Denise. And of course, that adds the element of fun, which is just so important. Now, our fifth and final tip is to think about how to prepare people for the event you're running. Robert Brinkerhoff has undertaken a great deal of research in the area of effective training. And his big take-home message is that pre and post work are key to getting the best return on investment for training. We'll put a link uh, to his work in the show notes. An event should be thought of in a similar way. 
can you perhaps email out a question for people to ponder as they drive to the event? If you use Eventbrite or a similar online registration system, how about adding a field for them to enter the burning question that they want answered at the event? <laughs> Plus that then gives you a week or two to think through the best way to answer that. Can you get them to watch a short video before they arrive? Whatever process you use, you just want to get people thinking about the event beforehand. And then think about what post-event processes you could use to help continue the learning journey after the event finishes. For example, you could spend the last half hour or so of the event getting people to think through what stood out for them and get them to write down two or three key things that they're going to do as after they've left the event. Perhaps you could follow them up in a few weeks afterwards and remind them of what they talked about during the event. You could even plan to send an email a week after the event to prompt action. You know, in the pre-internet days, I remember we'd hand out cards and envelopes and invite the participants to write a short note to their future selves asking if they'd taken the action they had chosen. They'd pop the card inside the envelope and address it to themselves and we'd then post it to them a couple of months later. It was a good wake up call for some people and stirred them into action. Pre and post work is so important, John. It's a great tip. So you've heard our thoughts. Now we'd like to hear yours. Add a comment below this episode and tell us of your experiences running events. What would you add to our list? What have you tried that hasn't worked? We don't want this just to be a one-way conversation, so please join in by sharing your thoughts with us. Thanks, folks, for joining us on this Enablers of Change episode. Remember to subscribe if you'd like to know when new episodes are available. All the best until we meet again.